Welcome back to the blunt and the based. What's up? How are you? Let me guess. Super awesome. You took the words right out of my mouth. How did How I did know? You know? I don't know. I feel like you know me. Well, <laughs> well, I think it's going to be an interesting conversation. The so we have finally moved on from the Twin Flames uh, debacle. With that was fun while it lasted, but I'm glad it's over. It was. Me too. Emotionally disturbing a little bit, but hey. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's life. I also have decided to not join the community on Facebook because I just feel like it would be a detriment to my mental and emotional health. It was uh, for the first few days. Now I don't even realize that I'm, I'm like, like, cause I guess I don't like any of their stuff. It rarely yeah, pop, populating your feed then. Right. I mean, I, I, you know, occasionally I'll take a look if I need a giggle, but, uh, it doesn't really come up on my social media. I just, it's just goodness. to me, like, those are the type of people that, like, I want to give them, like, shaken baby syndrome because it's like, how do you believe this guy? You know, like, how do you believe somebody? Like, I just, it's so frustrating because I cannot empathize and I just feel bad. Like, I just want to rescue them all from his grips, but obviously I can't. So I just had to let go and let God, right? Absolutely. Okay. So today we thought we'd talk about, um, I, <laughs> I'm going to name this episode, The Great Lesbian Debate. <laughs> um, I love it. But yeah, you know, there's there's been a lot of talk lately with the nonsense around like the 100 and 86 genders that you can have the um non-binary uh trans gender is different than sexual orientation so it's really been diluting i feel like i feel like it's just what we have come full circle with is women have worked so hard to have their own spaces to um you know, fight for their rights with all these women move the women's movements that have happened. Um, you know, carve their own way in society, and then we have come full full circle in the sense that men are now invading all of the women only spaces again, including the lesbian space. Not this lesbian space. I can tell you that right now. I guarantee you. I can see y'all from a mile away <laughs> looking like a whole ass man with a whole ass dick. You better get away from me. I am pervert. But that's what's happening in society these days. It's like we, you know, people like me and you um, and a lot of other creators out there <laughs> are like, um, hello, lesbians are women. You know, like you are a lesbian because you like and are attracted to females and and you but in order to be a lesbian you not only have to like the a, a woman but you yourself have to be biologically a woman so we get called transphobic and bigots and all of these things okay 
if we say that you have to be a woman to be a lesbian and you have to be attracted to women to be a lesbian. This is the reason why we have the lesbian category, the bisexual category, and then the gay category, right? Like women. They want equality all the way across where nobody has anything different about themselves. Well, it's so women. Can... It's not even men, though, because the men still have their their sense of their own spaces men are are the gays gays getting uh infiltrated by women like Uh, if you think about it how how uh misogynistic is it that you yourself be a woman change into a man and then think that he can have a baby invading on women's abilities isn't that the like the I mean that's a little weird don't you think like I mean you go as far to say you are a man and here you are having a whole ass baby that is the antithesis of being like a feminist you know it's like all these women say that they're feminists but then they're like no absolutely this 44 year old middle-aged white ugly fat man who wants to cross-dress can absolutely come into my women's only bathroom and compete and my women's only sports, like that swimmer. Do you see that swimmer in Canada? He's a professor um, in his 40s that competes against like eight to 16 year olds and goes in the women's locker room. And he's a dude. I mean, a whole dude. Like this, I, I just, I can't wrap my head around <laughs> how. What goes on in people's brains that are okay with this? They're, they're, they're not, they're not okay. It's probably a good thing that I can't wrap my brain. Right. Because if you, if you could, you would be doing it yourself. Yeah, you're right. Um, so, so this is, this is where we start, you know, our discussion is can men be lesbians? No. Well, that was short. (laughs) <laughs> On to the next subject. Can trans women be lesbians? No. If you have at one point or ever had a tallywhacker, or you were supposed to have, have a tallywhacker and you didn't have a tallywhacker, you just are asexual. Like, I don't really think so. Like it's whatever your your gender is according to your chromosomes, regardless. Right. I mean, I don't. I don't feel like like that's like you know being like me trying to exclude and gatekeep. I mean, it's just common sense, right? Like, right. Like biological. I- like biologically, if you have ever been a man or you are well, you can't change genders. Like that's first. Like so you'll always, well, always we see be women all the time, all over uh, the internet now, and they're claiming to be um, lesbians. When the reality is, is that they are men because they still have their dicks, um, but they are presenting more female. Honestly, there are so many of them that are not even presenting more female. They're not necessarily on all the hormones. Um, they have beards. 
But they're saying they're dressing more feminine. And they're saying but not really. I mean, not not really. They're just like a whole ass man with some makeup on and a dress. Like you know, like that's not very cross dresser. So you're a cross dresser, right? You Great. Like I think that's some it's close. That's fun. That's that's fun. But you know, it doesn't you know make you who you pretend to be. Like I'm for real woman not pretending to be a woman those, those are two different things i don't get why more lesbians now are not getting more upset about it because it's like again uh because they don't uh, want to get into that debate especially like, if they're of- like against the patriarchy like you have a lot of lesbians a lot of left-leaning so-called feminist lesbians who are fighting the patriarchy then why would you allow a man who just likes to dress in women's clothes and wear makeup come in your space and claim that they are a lesbian they have no original thought they don't have original thoughts they must not think outside the box they must be told what to think it's like today's society like you know back in the day you had to make a lot of decisions as a kid. You know what I mean? Whereas today, those parents make all these decisions. So they are taught to think however they're directed to think. Instead of like being in real situations and making their own decisions and thought processes. I don't I don't believe they have original thought processes. There's no way. Because like when I talk like this and say I'm a lesbian that likes other biological women like that that should be pretty clear you should understand what that means and that there's no way transphobic you get what I mean yeah I do I mean maybe others don't but I mean process of elimination i suppose i just don't i guess for me it's a struggle because it's like lesbians who are you know your left leaning typical lesbians are feminist uh you know to the core like the extreme feminists where you know they're basically male hating um and then now they're doing this complete flip to where they're inviting and accepting men invading their space again and claiming to be women and this whole you know what i'm really tired of i feel like i feel like we should put like a lock on webster's dictionary like can we just stop changing definitions how i know it's it's left-leaning owned so but i feel like maybe conservatives need to make up their own dictionary and then we put a lock on it. And it's the old school dictionary to where nobody can change the definitions of words like lesbian, gender, sex. Queer. Queer. We had that conversation in our first episode. I'll pull out the Webster's Dictionary. You know, I got that big, thick one. Yeah. I got the thick one. The, the printed one that you can't go in and like request because now it's online and people can just request a change in it or 
You know, no, you that was when we looked up queer. Yeah, it was no, like, oh, it's this, and I'm like, well, I don't think that that's. And we we went ahead and got the the real thing out and looked up what it really meant. It meant to be weird. Yeah, you know? I want to look into who is in charge of changing the definitions, and whoever is in charge of the agenda. <laughs> so obviously, it's the leftists. It's all the it's all the rich leftists who want to control everything. I just see, I see this becoming such a huge danger to the lesbian community. And this is me like looking at it from the outside. Um, so it's more interesting to have your perspective in it. But it's like, you're hearing stories now of like all of these people on like lesbian or, um, or LGBT dating apps where they're claiming to be lesbians, but really they're men. And... It is just wild that that people are just like, oh, yeah, this is cool. It's like, no, the whole reason that you are saying you're a lesbian is because you are a woman and you're specifically attracted to other women. You don't want the dick. Like, I don't know. How? I mean, how do you feel? Do you feel like this is going to become a danger to the lesbian community? Do you? Well, I personally uh, don't get on those dating apps because like I'm one of those people that I automatically see what's wrong with you right through your profile and I'm like swipe left <laughs> uh, but I could see where it could be kind of like a danger as far as like online dating it's kind of scary you know like let's just say you didn't know that that woman well man uh, like maybe you really thought it was a woman. Well, you get there, you're out on a date with a man portrayed as a woman lying to you. Yeah. Like, I mean, at the end of the day, like that is invading somebody's like space on some kind of level by not letting them know whether they're I mean, going to do anything to them or not. You're huh? lying person so period there is no way of getting around that no, absolutely no way it's, just, it's the same you know it's the same discussion and things we see around trans women who have completely or are pretty much able to pass but are not telling the person that they're on a date with that they're actually trans I think full disclosure in situations like that is absolutely imperative and extremely important. And, and there mean, are so many people out there that make a joke about it. They're like, no, I, you know, I don't owe them um, honesty. I don't owe them transparency. No, you absolutely do. And then, you know, you hear the same people crying about, you know, crime, hate crimes against the community, but it's like, if it's situations, I'm not supporting crime in any way. I'm not supporting assault in any way. I just want to make this very clear. But if you see a situation where it's like a trans woman who goes on a date with a guy and then doesn't tell the guy that they are trans and they end up going back to the apartment and the person, the guy finds out because you still have your body part and then the guy assaults you because I've seen stories like this. It's like, I don't want anybody to ever be harmed, but at the same time, 
I can't really be that upset with the guy um, for reacting poorly. Yes, you can get upset. He shouldn't. Violence is never the answer. But for reacting poorly, I could see how somebody would automatically or could go to that extreme. You know? Well, I mean, what about it being rape? I didn't agree to have sex with a woman that is actually a man. Like, like I didn't sign up for that until. Well, I mean, if they got to that point, then that would be a whole yeah, different. That is like that's that's rape. And if my if I was getting raped, I mean, would have I'm, about, would have I'm about to take. You no no that that is that, I mean I don't care that that's that's pretty forceful that's pretty forceful like like with physical or not it's very forceful yeah I mean I if there's actually I don't know that's how I feel about it like I would I would feel like it was a like what's statutory rape you know what I mean with age well I mean shouldn't there be something for for uh, like concealing the gender, like right. That's not. I mean, like, statutory rape isn't like, oh, you know, they knock knock the person down and rape them. No, it just means that somebody older has and you know has more knowledge. Yeah, I mean, right, is older than person. somebody younger. Yeah, I get what that, you're saying. You you have some kind of knowledge that the other person doesn't. So you're concealing that you're actually a man and then you get to the point and then the, see, I can't, but here's the thing. I can't see a guy who is straight say like uncover that they have, that their date has a penis and then be like, yes, let's still have sex. Not a guy that's actually straight. I can see a guy that's straight um finding out that their date has a penis and then reacting very poorly um because we've seen stories like that but and then the guy of course gets targeted like he's you know um some well again i mean there's got to be some element of violence but then like you're saying they're they're concealing that they're a whole different gender like it is that's a big deal you know, like, that's why we have people that are gay, that are lesbian. You know, that's why they specifically go out and are attracted to people of certain genders. Um, I think I think that it is imperative for people like that to be completely transparent. If you're honest and upfront in the beginning before you even go on the date and the person still says, yes, go on the date, then fine. You know, there's, there's no issue there because the guy is okay with it. But... Mm-hmm. If you're going to conceal it entirely and then, you know, say that you've gone out on a couple of dates, you've kissed and all this stuff. And then, you know, like date three, y'all are going back to the apartment and then they uncover that you're actually a dude. I mean, you're right. There's there has to be. I wish there was something, um, some type of, you know, law that says like you can't. I mean, it sounds silly, right? Like you would need a law. You shouldn't have, right. You have to conceal your, ge- I mean, you have to reveal your gender. You can't conceal it. Um, well, I mean, that goes for a lot of laws. Like, you know, um, like, don't, don't, 
don't mutilate animals. Don't kill animals. Don't kill people. I mean, like, you don't think that you would have to tell people not to do these things, but well, no. You're right. you have to. I mean, uh, you know, and this is a, a, something I want to bring up, uh, the danger of being able to self-identify to the point that they feel that they are truly another gender and they live this way, like they're identifying and they just change their genders constantly. Like what type of mental anguish does that, uh, like, you know, scream? Does that not scream like mental illness? Well, I mean, this is my issue with the whole transitioning ideology to begin with, because it is a self-diagnosed transgenderism is a self-diagnosed illness. Um, supposedly that's what, you know, if you I, I thought, Oh, well, I thought alcohol was the only self-diagnosed. But I mean, I would agree with you there that alcoholism is probably the only true self-diagnosed um, uh, illness out there, disease out there. But according to like all the medical journals now and how it's treated in society, uh, gender dysphoria. And transgenderism is self-diagnosed now. Um, that is a huge danger, uh, be, not only because of the fact that you're allowing minors, because it's typically minors who are self-diagnosing this, um, or you're allowing someone who has a diminished mental or emotional capacity, and I don't mean like they're not you know, um, intelligent, you could be smart, but I mean, there is some type of mental imbalance going on in their brain. Uh, you know, so the danger is, is that you're having someone who is essentially mentally unstable, diagnosing themselves as trans or having body dysphoria, and then also able to completely dictate how they live their life and their medical treatment as far as the path that they want to choose on how to deal with their transgenderism or body dysphoria, dysmorphia. So with a self-diagnosed disease like alcoholism, mm -hmm. the only solution is spiritual. Right. So... Maybe you find your salvation in God or whatever higher power. I mean, it's a spiritual solution because nobody else could, if it's self-diagnosed, nobody else can cure you except a spiritual solution. This is a good point. So I mean, you, you, so, I mean so like, you know, having all these hormones, having these sex changes, uh, self-identifying all, all of these things that people try to do to find like to you know get right like they're finding that that's not really helping and I wonder why because if it's truly a self-diagnosed uh, illness then the only solution to it is is God right or you know what I mean Which and I a mean, lot of people I don't want to push that Well, they don't want to push it because it doesn't make money. I mean, but the reality is, is that if you, if there is something internally wrong with you, you can't fix it with 
external solutions. And that's exactly what they're trying to do. The other big thing is like, um, why, why do we even have doctors anymore? Why do you have to go to school for like eight years and have all this study if you can take a seven-year-old and the seven-year-old can basically say, oh, I have gender dysphoria and this is what I want to do with my life. Why do we need parents anymore? Why do we have restrict age restrictions on anything? If, if you know, you can have children running around making decisions, um, dictating their medical treatment on these things, why do we need any of this? Logically speaking, right? We don't need any of this. I mean, I I personally think it's really sad that um, people want to do the last thing is to ask God for help. Uh, I don't know, like if I was suff like when I was suffering in my own mental health issue in my own mental health crisis, you know, it was pretty much my whole entire life until I was like. 35 yep you know what i mean like it's a spirit like a spiritual solution i mean normally i i don't put it out there like that but at this point like don't we want to find a solution right like without mutilating a perfectly good body without you know having Same. people ingest you know horrible hormones into their body and it really doesn't change anything yeah well, sane people do, but Big Pharma doesn't, um, you know, the government doesn't, uh, because then it wouldn't allow them to have control, to have, um, you know, to be able to control population, to be able to make all of this money. I mean, if you look at one, one transgender child, uh, think about the amount of money. First of all, one transgender child is going to be a lifetime uh, customer of big pharma, whether they detransition or not, um, because the hormone replacement therapy alone is going to do either they're going to stay on hormone replacement therapy and they're going to be, you know, customer for the rest of their life, um, or they're going to detransition, but they're still going to need some type of medical intervention because of the damage done to their body, you know, like what Austin Unbridled was saying as far as what he's experiencing now. He's never going to not take some type of medicine because of the damage that was done for all of those years that, you know, he was on those treatment plans. So you can't have that if you say, hey, you've got a mental and emotional issue. Let's treat it with mental and emotional solutions. You know? That makes too much sense. I mean, and I know, you, you know what I'm really grateful for is not feeling like, for me, that money is the most important thing in the world. Like, I'm really grateful for that aspect. I mean, I know Big Pharma doesn't think like that, and these big corporations don't think like that. They They want us to be sick so that they can offer a solution that is only purchased by, you know, money. You know what I mean? They don't really care about whether or not it makes you better or worse. And in fact, I think that they're really hoping that it makes you worse so that they can find something else to sell you. They uh, you know what I mean? Like, like they are for me, it worse. 
Right. For me, like, I'd rather throw this out there and maybe some people don't like what I say and that's okay. Uh, but maybe it touches somebody else not to look so much into, uh, like going down the path of, you know, mutilating their body or even like if they, if, even if our listeners don't even have an issue with gender dysphoria is just to, uh, think that, you know, not everything is about money. Not everything like it's not, maybe it's like more so like maybe I could help a person out rather than I can make a, you know, a buck off of them. Yeah. It's just something to think about, at least for me, like sometimes like I, I'm in commission sales. So like the way I get paid is, you know, forcing people, not forcing them, but, you know, convincing, convincing them that they, they need all of these things. And sometimes I have people come in there that, don't need me to convince them to spend a bunch of money because it wouldn't be good for them. I could tell that it wouldn't be good for them. And then that's when I have to go, you know what? I want to do what's best for each individual customer, even if it doesn't financially gain me anything. Yeah. Like I, I would prefer it that way. Like, because I don't need all of the money. I make good money as it is by doing the right thing. Well, I think though that that's just a, a difference between you being a morally good person and then the morally bankrupt people that typically run big corporations big pharma society the government you know um i would hope most people are driven to help the good of people and not be greedy um but obviously we're seeing a lot of corruption and exploitation in society by people who are greedy. They're just not good people. And we're seeing that in the transitioning ideology, you know, cult right now. Um, so, I mean, and here's my thing. They just won't even let you uh, be who you are. So, like, whatever happened to being a, a Tom girl? Yeah. Well, you know I mean, I mean? Not, not just that, they have convinced you that who you are is wrong. Um, and then here are the solutions to fix what is wrong with you. Because they're saying your whole existence is not right. So, I mean, imagine the emotional damage done to somebody who is basically told that, hey, the way that you are made, your whole existence, your whole identity, there is something inherently wrong with it and we need to fix it. Yeah, and then we can get into this the discussion of, you know, what is wrong with being a tomboy um, in the world, in society these days. We have tomboys who are not lesbians, and then we have a lot of tomboys who will grow up to be lesbians. So it's like, where where have we gone wrong with society that we... We have to tell people, even though the trans Tifa and Alphabet Mafia community is all about, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, don't put me in a box. But then they are the quickest ones and the only ones to jump and say, oh, you have a girl that is doing gender nonconforming behavior. Let's put her in a box and immediately transition her. What? There you go. Save the tomboys. Like, what's wrong with being a tomboy? It doesn't make money. You're right. It doesn't make money. <laughs> there we go. On to the next. <laughs>
<laughs> if it doesn't make money, it is not work. Wrong. It doesn't work. It's wrong. I mean, Just like God. I think I think the whole self-identifying thing, though, and you know, is so dangerous to go back to that real quick just because um when is it gonna stop when when are people gonna stop you know because people are like i'm a cat i'm trigender i'm like you know um i'm like uh pansexual i'm gay today and then non-binary tomorrow um I'm a dog. Like, when is it going to stop? Are people going to start identifying as, like, inanimate objects? Are they going to start identifying, like, what if I just wake up tomorrow morning and say, you know what? I feel like I'm a rug. Um, the trans age thing. That in itself is very scary. Like, when do you think this self-identification is going to get to a point where people are like, okay, you know what? We have to stop this. I don't, I don't think it will because it always has to be more. Like, they, like they won't have anything to fight for anymore if they just let it be alone. And truly, that's not what they want. They, they, it had to be a little bit at a time. But now, like, it's kind of like, you know, we have this, this, this big rock that you're pushing, right? And you're yeah. pushing it. And it takes a long time for you to get it to the edge of the mountain. And then finally, you push it. And it rolls down the mountain. And it picks up uh, speed. And, you know, getting bigger, 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 bigger. Until it collides into what it's... Uh, what the ultimate goal is, is essentially. It was like, just like kind of like a visual. It's like, you know, at first it, it, it go. there's a little bit at a time, but then it gets so far that now they have to like really press the gas on it while uh, these issues are being accepted one after another. Nobody's, th these people aren't fighting against it. So, you know what I mean? And there's this small group of people that are like, no, don't do that. You know, uh, we need we definitely need to uh, make ourselves more known uh, because it's just going to get worse. And who knows, like if we don't say anything, it could be, you know, maybe one of your children that is, you know, sucked into pedophilia, you know, pedophilia uh, with a grown ass man, you know, or a woman trying to convince your kid that, you know, they're lovers, they're twin flames. You know what I mean? Like. It's crazy, you know, but that's where it's going to. And if we well, don't do something about it, we don't talk about it, something's going to happen. Th this is the ultimate thing. And one of the big things that I keep bringing up is that this is where the this self-identifying danger keeps coming back. Because, w yes, a lot of the children, the vulnerable children are being targeted to be convinced that you can change your gender and you can be a cat and a dog and you could be you know, different things on multiple different uh, days. Um, but the bigger issue here is that we have um, narcissistic, lonely, egotistical um, men, typically white, middle-aged, ugly, fat men who are now identifying as trans, um, 
and they are the ones who are saying that they're lesbians so that they can go into women's spaces. Um, and I had ju I just talked about like uh, stats in the UK on transgender prisoners. And, you know, 60% of the transgender prisoners in the UK are in there because of sexual crimes. Compared to the overall men's prison rate, which is, I think, 14% are in there for sexual crimes. This is why I keep posting those videos, because this is where... This is where the big danger lies of like, yes, you're invading the lesbian community, but the bigger issue is that we have sickos, we have predators, we have groomers, we have pedophiles that are doing the self-identifying so that they can get access to people that they want to violate. Oh, well, there's they're, they're trans women. And also some of these people are trans women but they identify as a as a little girl yeah the trans age yes i'm like oh my god you're the ugliest little kid i ever saw in my life oh uh-uh i want to identify as something else today i'm gonna just start i want to identify as a million bucks i'm gonna identify as trans retired um so trans retired. Trans. I'm a little bit of trans age, and then I. Want I got a trans exit. <laughs> it's the end of the show. Trans uh, retired, and then also like trans millionaire. Like I the, and I just want to walk into a bank and be like, "Hey, I'm a millionaire. I'm retired. Let me have my retirement." I'm gonna tell my boss when I'm ready to go to work. I'm gonna be like. I identify as trans and I'm going to exit now. Yeah, I'm a trans exit. I'm a trans leave. It's my trans time to get off. Okay. I'm going <laughs> to uh, be transparent for the rest of the day. <laughs> I think this was a great topic for us to talk about. It's a good starting point. I feel like there's so many different uh, areas that we can get uh this discussion into but yeah it's just you know um it's a very scary time we we live in the world has lost its mind and you know it's important that we continue to get these things out there because we need to we need to bring back a little bit of normalcy <laughs> um, and it is our our desire to bring back common sense yes Bring back common sense, bring back some sanity, uh, and just continue to do, you know, awareness around the craziness in society. Um, to ultimately make sure people know what's going on because it's just, you know, it's a scary world for children these days. It's really scary. It is. All right. Well, that was like part one i'm sure we'll come back to this topic of the great lesbian debate <laughs> well we hope y'all have a uh, super awesome day yes until next time